Today on CityCast Salt Lake, I heard a rumor from my colleagues at CityCast Boise that some people in Idaho think that they invented fry sauce. Hold your gas because I immediately corrected the record. But it led to a debate about the past, present, and future of Utah's favorite dip with two of my colleagues, Frankie Barnhill and Evelyn Avitia of CityCast Boise. It's Monday, September 12th, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. I am so ready to throw down in the fry sauce culture wars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think there will be some some throwing down for sure, because uh, Evelyn Vitia, our uh, audio producer, is here too. And she has some hot takes um, from the Boise uh, vantage point. So I just want to start, Ali. I'm curious, because I know you're not originally from Utah. Um, when and where did you first encounter fry sauce? And what was that like? So I I will say, I do think I first encountered fry sauce in my home state of Florida because I believe it is naturally occurring. Okay. So there was definitely a burger that I ate as a child that had both ketchup and mayonnaise on the bun. But the first time I dipped fries in fry Mm, sauce was at a granny's drive-in in Midway. I remember most noticing the color. Like it was... You know how fry sauce, like, first of all, it has that kind of pinky color, but then it also has, like, dots in it? Like, we've all seen how it's kind of speckled? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the, the speckles, the bespeckledness of it, I remember noticing that and thinking it was, like, pretty good. Did it underwhelm in any way in terms of uh, not having much zing, or was it just the right right amount of, uh, oh, this adds something to my, to my fries? I think it's always going to have not the right amount of zing for me. Here's what I like to dip a fry in. I like to dip a fry in a combination of mayo and mustard. Oh, yes. That is my personal fry sauce. But again, I'll go hard for fry sauces being our thing. But for me personally, I'm more of a mustard gal. So I don't need it that much. I don't know. Yeah, Frankie, are you super into it? So I know I'm going to be totally like cast out of Boise for saying this, but (laughs) I don't like fry sauce. I really don't. So here's my thing. I don't like things that are based on mayo. Like I don't like aiolis. I'm not a mayo person. If I'm going to have something that's kind of cream based, I'll go for ranch before I go for mayo. Um, And it's got to be like a buttermilk ranch. Um, So I would rather have uh, like a vinegar or a mustard, to be honest, and maybe um, some ranch to dip things in. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, as I said, I'm probably one of the only people who doesn't like fry sauce in, in the Treasure Valley. Evelyn, tell us about, I'm curious, I know that you grew up here, and was it just automatic, like fry sauce came with everything? How did that go? Honestly, I didn't even like fry sauce until I started working at Hamburger Connection. That was my first job. And they sell the best burgers and fries and, of course, the best fry sauce. Um, I get there and I see this woman, Sarah Collar, who is the owner, just making buckets and buckets and buckets of fry sauce. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, (laughs) do I want to try this? I tried it and I can't go back. Like, I have to have fry sauce with every meal that includes fries or a burger or chicken strips. Okay, so you you dip strips into your fry sauce? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Since we have you here, Evelyn, I have to ask you, because one of the things that I've noticed about Salt Lake's fry sauce obsession is that every restaurant is so guarded about their recipe. But you were inside of Hamburger yes. Connection when they were making fry sauce. What's in it? <laughs> I wish I knew. Sarah <gasps> has the recipe and it is secret. And wow. I called her and I was like, Sarah, please, can you give me any hint? She said, well, it's just a smoky flavor and mm. that's all you get. <laughs> smoky? Oh. Smoky. Okay. Could that be like Wow, what a witch's brew. Yeah, for real. <laughs> what could that be? Could that be like a Tabasco or Well, what could it could be just eating? be liquid smoke. Like did oh. your my mom when she does barbecue, she puts liquid smoke in there. Mm. It's like comes in this little bottle and it's like a droplet. Um yeah. I'm gonna try that maybe. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Or like a paprika or something. I don't know. Mm. Uh, and the cayenne. color, yes. the color isn't even pink. It's definitely leaning towards a yellowy. So it's like mm. huh. completely different from any other fry sauces I've ever seen. Interesting. Oh what she's putting in there is mustard. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the alley recipe. Evelyn, do you remember when you worked at Hamburger Connection? How would your boss stir it? Like, what would she use? Like, I imagine like this big wooden spoon. Yeah, like, just yeah like... seriously. Uh, it was this like big spoon and she's just mixing away everything <sighs> by hand. And um, we had little cups and then it was just, you know, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Putting them in all the little cups. A little taste of home. Gotta have it. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. Yes, fry sauce is from Utah, everybody. That's right. <laughs> I will give I will give uh, Salt Lake that and give Utah that. Um, tell us the story. Where did it come from? So this is a tale. First of all, I have to credit Meg Walter, who is the features editor at the Deseret News here, who did this fabulous like reporting journey into getting to the bottom of this mystery to the best of her ability because it is a little convoluted. But basically, this is a tale of Main Street versus Wall Street. So um, – the Arctic Circle claims that they invented fry sauce, and their like SVP claims that it was invented by their founders. But if you dig a little bit deeper, there is a drive-in in Provo in Utah County called Stans, hmm. which used to be an Arctic Circle, and now it's called Stans. And the owners there claim that they invented fry sauce. Like it was invented at Stans. Someone from Arctic Circle Corporate was like, you know, doing the rounds. They tasted it. They loved it. They brought the recipe back to headquarters. So the real, like, we can't get a consensus on who was the first to 
invent fry sauce, call it fry sauce, um, and like ultimately launch the merchandising of fry sauce in the Intermountain West. And then, of course, it crossed the border uh, into into Idaho and across the Mm -hmm. country. And here we are. Um, I wonder, though. Yeah, like I said, I feel like people maybe don't know that that's the story, at least here. Evelyn, what do you think? Did you know that? No, they don't. So I took matters into my own hands (laughs) and I had to ask my friends on Instagram. I said, hey, guys, where did fry sauce originate? So I put up a poll and yes, most of these people are from Idaho. So about 70 percent of them said Idaho. And then 17% said Utah. And then 13% said, I have no idea. Oh my gosh. Uh, All right. I'm getting my keys. I'm on my, I can't. can't. We ride it, Don. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to put up a billboard, Allie. They're going to be heartbroken (laughs) once they listen to this and they hear that it's from Utah. Yeah. But, you know, Evelyn, I'm just I'm just going to throw this out there. Of course, uh, fry sauce is, yeah, clearly from our friends in Utah, but would it even be fry sauce if there weren't for Idaho potatoes? No. I mean, fry sauce is the best with French fries, of course. It's the vehicle. Yeah. We have to give a big shout out to Mr. J.R. Simplot for creating the frozen French fry, the famous McDonald's French fries. There's also five guys and... Those are the best fries. And of course, they deserve fry sauce. Here, here. They yeah. deserve it. Here, here. Dip it I'll in. give you that. Your potatoes are absolutely fantastic. I wonder, Allie, like, what do you think fry sauce says about the culture in Utah and then also in Idaho and our two states? Like, what is it about fry sauce? I'm of two minds here. One is every time people in majority LDS or like states with like a big LDS culture do something, Mm -hmm. the rest of the country is like, it's so weird how you did that. (laughs) And it's like, really? We mix together two things that are delicious. Similar with dirty sodas, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, it turns out if you squeeze a lime and put some coconut syrup in a Coke, it's It's delicious. delicious. Like, yeah. Get over it. <laughs> so I think there's like always just going to be an air of mystery around things we do in the Intermountain West because we're like perceived as being strange. I think it creates some kind of a complex in Utah in particular, which is like we don't want everything we do to be about Mormonism. And even though it's really hard to argue that a lot of our food traditions like a lot of our food traditions, like the things that we do do, they do like center around Mormonism in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Like food, jello, food culture, casseroles, fry sauce. Like this is all food about to like feel, feed a big family, right? Yeah. Food, right. Food to feed a ton of people. What do you feed your a huge family? Potatoes, friend. And so I think like we are always looking for things to cling to culturally that we can be like, this is ours and it's not necessarily about the friggin' church, right? Yeah. Like, this is just like a thing that we're doing that we in- that brings us joy. And so there's also, I think, that element in Utah is like we just we love to establish and then cling to small cultural traditions that we can say are ours and have nothing to do with Mormonism. Yeah, I think it's probably fairly similar. Famous potatoes, right? Mm-hmm. We know potatoes more than anybody else. And also now we know fry sauce. Kind of a little bit of a, a trying to stand out in a way and like stand up for something that others might just perceive as, oh, it's just ketchup and mayo. No, it's mm-hmm. more than that. It's so much more. 
Yeah. Wow, you guys are getting deep out here. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, I thought you didn't like fry sauce. What's going on? <laughs> I like the idea of having things to be proud of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even if I Absolutely. personally don't like it. Okay, but uh, for real though, Evelyn, what do you put in your fry sauce? Like if you were to make it at home, if you do, or what do you think makes a strong fry sauce? Listen, if you give me mayo and ketchup, I'm going to eat it. But... I love my fry sauce to have some flavor in it. I like the smoky flavor. I don't know if I'm adding a little bit of barbecue sauce or Mm. if I'm adding a little bit of mustard in there, maybe some uh, relish, Um, anything that has flavor. Yeah. Okay. Got to add some, a little bit of zing, like an undertone to it. Yeah. Make it smoky, make it tangy, whatever it may be. Do you ever do a hot sauce or no? Keep that out of it. No, no. Boise Fry does their spicy fry sauce with sriracha in it. And I've never tried that. Allie, you're a sriracha fan in your fry sauce, I know, right? Yeah. Sriracha is really popular here as uh, an addition. We don't do relish, but just a little bit of pickled juice. Um, It thins it out a bit. So whenever I'm at a restaurant and I have a fry sauce and I feel like the fry sauce is a little thin, like it's not super thick and chunky, I'm like, boom, that's got pickle juice in it. (laughs) Um, And then I think a little cayenne pepper is what – that's my personal belief on what gives it that sort of bespeckled look that we talked about. It's kind of spotted. Um, and then, yeah, I, I like sriracha in it. I'll also maybe put a little Tabasco, which has a similar effect, but makes it taste a little bit like a Bloody Mary, <laughs> the ketchup <laughs> and Tabasco really coming together. Um, so, yeah, that those are my preferences. And that's what I've, like, tasted around the valley. Okay. Allie, do you have any idea how much fry sauce is, is consumed in, in Utah or in Salt Lake? I do. And, like, before I even tell you. I'm scared. First of all, I have to, again, credit <laughs> Meg Walter because she did this research and is fabulous. But second, before we do this, I need everyone to close your eyes and picture how much a gallon is. Like, just please picture a gallon. Okay? Ready? Yep. In 2021, Hires Big H, which is one of our big establishments here, they sold over 12,000 gallons <laughs> of Hire's hamburger and fry sauce. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes, 4,800 gallons of that was in their restaurant and 7,300 gallons was through retail stores in the Intermountain West. So you might be able to find it in Boise. Wow. Arctic Circle guests consume over 9 million of those little like cups of fry sauce annually. They sell uh, 18,000 bottles of fry sauce um, oh every year. God. And at their, at the, among all the Arctic Circle chains, this is the one that like really took me out. They're pouring 45 gallons of fry sauce a day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Oh, my you gosh. You can just hear it. Like, oh. you can hear the sound of fry sauce being poured. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, like the viscosity of it is just a little bit, a little creepy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, yeah, we're into it. Wow. Evelyn, do we know how, how do we stack up against uh, the consumption over in Utah? Uh, yeah, Utah's really eating that up. But <laughs> I called around to some of our local places and on average... They sell about six to seven, maybe eight gallons a day of fry sauce. Mm. Okay. Okay. 
So maybe not quite as intense. And these are like the mom and pops places yes, that you yes. called, right? Yeah, yeah, like the fancy freezes, the hamburger mm-hmm. connections. Okay, okay. So it probably is pretty similar because if all the Arctic circles are doing 45 gallons and each mom and pop's doing six to seven, yeah, I think we're all just, we're just, we're dipping. We love to dip. We love to <laughs> dip. <laughs> I mean, and most of these places, they said like on the busy days, they run out of fry sauce. So it does happen. Wow. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Um, okay, so if uh, we're taking a trip to Salt Lake to come visit you, Allie, where mm. would you take us? Where should we go to get um, a nice sampling of, of fry sauce? So the place I'm going to take you to is Crown Burgers. It's called Crown Burgers, but we all call it Crown Burger. And right now, the name Crown Burger might not mean anything to you, but I can tell you this is my prediction in the next year everyone is going to know the name crown burger because one of the uh grandchildren of the crown burger founders like someone who's part of the crown burger family which are the katsanavis is about to be one of the new real housewives of salt lake i knew you were gonna find a connection i knew it (laughs) they will know crown burger (laughs) they will know our name Because uh, Angie Katsanavis is, I think, going to probably go hard on this next season of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake. And Crown Burger is going to become a household name. And they, as many Salt Lakers agree with me, have the best fry sauce. Okay. All right. All right. Um, That's going to be on the the list then. Evelyn, what do you say? Where should uh, Allie come when she comes to visit us? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go ahead and go to Gem in and out which is also in Caldwell. And uh, yeah, I put a poll out on Instagram and that was one of the top recommendations. Okay, over like Fancy Freeze over West Side, that was number one? Uh, West Side was number two. Okay, okay, good to know. Yeah, so Allie, we're taking you to Gem In-N-Out and then for that tangy flavor, we'll go to the West Side Drive-In. Okay, we love tang. We love tang. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay, any uh, any final fry sauce thoughts uh, at this point? I'm just glad that we can all agree that Utah invented fry sauce. <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> One more thing before we go. If you want more fry sauce history, may I recommend a show we did with fry sauce historian and features editor for the Deseret News, Meg Walter. I went ahead and linked it in the show notes. And I would make this news section longer, but now I'm hungry. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye! Get in, loser. We're eating fry sauce.